DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. Colleen Seeley, how are you? I am rocking and rolling today, as usual, sometimes more rocking, or sometimes actually more rolling than rocking, yeah. but... So I haven't seen you in years, but uh, last time I did see you, it was on a little bitty screen like this on Zoom for this show, so it's cool to have you back. Yeah, and during uh, more of the stricter part of quarantine, when yeah. I was on my uh, jungle balcony that I just created because I thought I was going to be there forever, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good to see you actually physically in person and physically distancing, so you know, I know right? we'll have a situation the, happen here. <laughs> I know, we're in the studio too, and it's cool. Yeah, we've been, uh, it's been crazy, but the podcast has grown a lot since we hung out last and um, virtually, but it was cool because I was able to actually grow a lot and get, I feel like, a lot more relevance via Zoom, so I'm not hating on it, you know what I mean? And I'm still doing some shows remotely, so that's fun too. Oh, yeah. And then the variety of people that you've had come yeah. on the show, too, from uh, fitness enthusiasts to the NASA or space yeah, or yeah. something that you had, or the pilot, all yeah. types of just different yeah. people and walks of life that you've had is pretty incredible to have yeah, as well. it's pretty cool. I mean, we've, you know, we're just, you know, bobbing and weaving. I'm going to do whatever, you know. I, I like to hang out with people that I'm interested in. I'm just not going to have anybody come on that I can't carry a conversation on with. But uh, what's new in your world? What you been doing? Well, <laughs> we can start with getting a little bit more active in one of the companies that I work for with events starting to finally be popping up again. In fact, uh, New Orleans even had live music come back about a couple of weekends ago. So nice. that's huge, nice. huge, because it's so weird to just walk around the French Quarter and then you don't really hear music and that like the vibes. All the vibes have just been, even some other places I've been to recently and even this weekend, it's just like all the vibes are just completely different. But anyways, just really grinding with one of the companies with the energy drinks and then, of course, still doing the traffic reporting here and there for the local radio stations uh, across four different states and then, of course, the TV here and there as well. Yeah, so, so that's been yeah, it's been interesting for you because you've been like locked down for like the past year. Yeah, so I haven't even stepped foot in the TV station nor the radio station since the quarantine. So I actually went to Iceland. We thought we were going to be stuck in Iceland in March uh, when this happened. Yeah. This is when the president was shutting everything down. Wait, we you didn't in Iceland? Did yeah. we talk about that? I don't know if we talked about Maybe. that. Maybe. It's just kind of been all over the place. Uh, but yeah, so we didn't think we were going to make it back at the time. But anyways, from that point, I think I was in the studio maybe the week sometime in March, like the beginning of March, and then we went off to go on an adventure, come back, and I have not stepped foot in either of the studios since then. So it's been a little bit different. Uh, because I'm a people person, I'm not too fond of working from home because I love engaging with people and the camaraderie, especially with everyone there. At the same time, I do enjoy wearing my pajamas or whatever yeah. else I decide to wear or not wear <laughs> yeah. behind the scenes. And that's nice. And I can also cook breakfast while, uh, oh, 10 seconds to go. Hold on, let me flip this bacon yeah. real quick and then run back to the computer without sounding out of breath. That's like a talent I have now. <laughs> so... That's been interesting to work with, and hopefully we can... Uh, they've been slow letting different people back in the studio, but uh, it's not... I mean, we're still, of course, there's a pandemic going on, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been... Um, I know it was a lot strict, more strict in New Orleans than it was some other places because of the metro and all that, but I did see photos a week or two ago, and it was last week, of everyone out moving around on bourbon, which is interesting because it's been shut down so long, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know the city has taken a toll, you know, on a lot of people. I mean, that, that hit has taken a toll on that city like, oh. as far as 
what's going on there. For sure, and hopefully we'll have a big comeback. I mean, we have the French Quarter Fest coming up in the fall. Hopefully that will still be on and not restricted, and especially, of course, with the vaccinations and everything, hopefully we can have some sort of normalcy. Um, but we, uh, the lieutenant governor of Louisiana has been going around also discussing uh, wanting to get more people out and about at mm -hmm. the parks and recreation. And did you actually know that Louisiana has a whole glamping situation here? No. Have you heard of glamping? Wait, yeah, I know what glamping okay. is, but wait, like, so, yeah, this is the thing? Like a California this, no, thing. this is the thing, like, down there? Yeah, so I thought this was, like, a total California, whatever, all these other state things, because they can't handle uh, being in complete nature like we can. But he mentioned it, and kind of shows some sites they have where it's set up. You can have something that's kind of, you can pull your car up to, or you can actually go walk into the woods and go, like, more of a camping feel but it's still glamping but i did not know that we had that here so that was something i, I learned either. a couple weeks ago it's not we definitely i mean I, that's I, open <laughs> i'm a full-time rver so like i live out of mine so i glamp every day i guess so it's it's interesting but that's funny that um people are actually tra look anything that anyone's doing new and fun I'm, I'm, a, I'm in like whatever let's do it because it's been so dull you know in the last years it's been insane but anything we can move full full-fledged move forward and have fun and do new things and get outside and everyone still wants to social distance or whatever hey whatever whatever makes you feel comfortable yeah if you want to socially distance while you glamp then you know yeah. just <laughs> just put your tent wherever else if you haven't yeah. heard of glamping definitely look it up uh for those who are not fond of tent camping or have been interested in it and if you're like used to going to hotels maybe that's like a step before actual camping yeah so like just kind of bring it down like uh you know hotel sweet stays and like hotel uh, motel situations and kind of just you know see how you can handle this yeah. and then you can graduate to actual camping what yeah have you uh you've been working out you've been doing any i know well. you were doing like i know you're doing <laughs> olympic lifting and you quit for a while you said you were getting back into it yeah so no i haven't no. Really gotten back into that <laughs> aspect uh just with my shoulders still recovering yeah but i did actually get back into the gym uh recently and let me just tell you i killed the legs and i i'm still kind of suffering a little bit from it yeah. like especially the drive up here and sitting for hours it's like i get out the car like <clears throat> okay maybe i went a little bit too hard on leg day but i'm slowly kind of getting back into the fitness world uh not beating myself up more focusing on nutrition and how I'm eating and what I'm putting in my body. Yeah. Now than ever. It was opposite. Like, I used to work like, out like four or five hours, hours yeah. a day for different things. Well, especially for like weightlifting. But now I'm more of like, okay, I'll work out here and there. But I'm more focused on what I'm doing uh, outside of the gym. But I will say I have been getting into yoga a lot more lately. I kind of did it here and there for stretching purposes and everything else for when I did the heavy lifting. But even now, it's nice because it's just my whole body just feels different. So I've just been kind of taking it easy. Yeah. Like a, holy, a whole different world. Unholy, I mean, namaste situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you're in, um, into CrossFit for a while, and I know a lot of CrossFitters, that's the, they're kind of basically their trade-off. They work their ass off, and then they eat whatever they want to. <laughs> that's like they're doing, like, hey, whatever. Oh, yeah. In fact, I would uh, – have you ever heard, heard of this uh, – Go Rock Challenges. Yeah. They have, like, yeah. yeah. So I bring Lucky Charms with me and, like, Margarita Mix and whatever else. But anyways, that goes coincides with what you're saying about we eat whatever and then, but now I can't. Like, I eat one muffin and I get, like, bloated. I'm like, oh, oh nope. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten to where I'm doing, well, I'm doing carnivore right now, which is interesting. So basically, I'm just only eating meat, but then I have, like, a refeed midweek when I do a leg day and I'll eat, like, carbs 
for one meal, and I'll do the same thing on today, actually, on a Saturday. So I'm super excited. Whenever we get done here, I'm going to go eat a shitload of carbs, and then I'm going to go work out legs. So no veggies? <laughs> no, no, no veggies. Nothing. So what I'm doing is, so it's a hybrid. People have, look, I have a, this is a hybrid version of what I'm doing. Um, people have their own opinions on, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Look, it's my damn body. I like it. I enjoy it. My body does not like carbs. Like, I do great if I do, do like, take them in sparingly. So, like, I'm doing four ounces. Basically, I was doing intermittent fasting for, the, like, the past year. But I'm doing um, four meals, 10 ounces of meat every day. And I do that between 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. And then I drink one green shake. So that gives my roughage, you know what I mean, still. But I'm not getting all the carbs from actually eating veggies all day long. Hmm. So it's interesting. How did you hear about this? I don't or know. something you're I like, found, I'm just well, going to eat like, meat. So actually, um, I don't remember who was talking about carnivore. And I was like, let me look into it. And then the pandemic started and all that last year. And so I really couldn't do it how I wanted to because I wasn't able to go to the gym. So I was doing stuff at home and limited to being able to get preps and all that. Um, so I started it last year, but it didn't pan out long. I did it for about a month. And I'm like, I'm going to actually like do it for a couple months this year and see what how I feel. But I love it. Huh. Because I've always done like carb cycling anyway so it coincides with that but now i'm like doing not low carb just none blood type do you think that there's a big uh i don't know i haven't even done so i do my blood work and look at that i know there's a blood like there's a blood type diet thing and people like whatever I'm, they say that if you're you know so-and-so blood type that you're more apt to you know take carbs in better and take meat in better but i'm neg a negative so i mean i don't even know i haven't even researched the blood type diet that much i just know it works for me you know you do you boo <laughs> yeah I know, right? I know but it's interesting it's uh it takes a it takes like probably a good couple weeks to shift like right now i'm sweating my ass off because um it uh, you get the meat sweats and all that you know for like the first couple Wait, weeks meat sweats? hell yeah you ever had meat sweats <laughs> no <Shit>. i mean <laughs> Yes. So, so you're just like when you're eating meat, or like because you're craving meat and you get meat sweat. No, it's like your body's like taking in so much protein and iron. I think that it's just like. So you're just sweating a lot. Yep. <laughs> I've never heard of somebody refer to that to as meat sweats. You haven't? No. Oh, now I'm like, shit, man, thinking, and I'm actually now I'm like starting to sweat, but now no, I think it's like a placebo effect. And I'm like, did it, I have like my meat this morning? And I was like, no, I didn't. Actually, I have my coffee and uh. <laughs> Whatever else I had to fill myself up, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, I've never heard of meat sweats. I don't know, it's working, I like it, but um, yeah, the meat sweats it's a thing, it's a thing. Look it up. Oh gosh, <laughs> well, um, so traffic and radio and all that. What's what else you have brewing? What, do you, what are your plans? My plans, yeah, can you talk about them? We actually discussed this last year about this time about my plans, and yeah. I was like, yeah. I'll let you know in like a few months and I just realized yeah. like man it's been like almost a year yeah. so my uh, I am still working on education so I have uh, about another year to kind of work things out and try to focus I do have sometimes a difficult time focusing because I'm th always thinking about so many other things and yeah. being creative and I don't like being locked down and so that's been uh, I don't want to say a struggle. It's definitely been like a roller coaster. Not something uh, entirely enjoyable, but I'm learning a lot about myself with the education part. But then just really working on pausing uh, before I actually have a definite plan. Just I've never really just sat down and just paused 
to truly kind of work things out and see what I want and what I want to do. I have ideas of what I want to do. But there's also a difference between what I want in that moment or the purposes for that. And it's something has to speak to me. And I have some ideas, but nothing's actually just jumped out in front of me yet. Yeah. I can actually say, though, I've been picking up the saxophone again and I'm supposed That's to be right. performing. Yeah, so supposed to be performing for French Quarter Fest. That will be coming up in the fall. I just need to <laughs> take my time and put more focus and energy to that as well. And then kind of just bring everything that I'm doing kind of uh, into uh, only like a couple of circles and not spread out all over the place like I normally am. Yeah, I feel like you're like me. I'm all over the place. Like I have tentacles out everywhere. I'm like, okay, I need to hyper focus on these few things and hone in on those and then leave those other things alone for a little while. We'll come back to them. Yeah, but I also enjoy it. I do get a lot of remarks. I don't know if you get the same thing about people. Sometimes will make comments like, you're doing too much or you're doing this and it's like, but well, I also enjoy it. It make, it really brings me joy. When I have tried to stop and pause, I kind of just... Well, it's funny you said that. Like, So you see people who dip into multiple things like multi-level marketing or whatever it may be. And from the outside looking in, you, you're like, they're not really focused on what they're doing. They're just kind of taking it as it comes and then something new comes along they jump into that and they kind of jump you know they ride the train there and then so they're doing multiple things but none of them are really bringing them any revenue or joy or anything and I don't want people to look at me like that because it's like if I'm putting my time into it typically it's going to pan out because I'm busting my ass to put my time into it but you can only spread yourself so thin you know what I mean I think too and the fact that you brought up the multi-level marketing situation with that whole world I think People also aren't entirely, and most, and I don't want to say most all, whatever people, but some people don't feel entirely comfortable with um, with themselves. So yeah. when they have a friend come up, it's like there's this thing about feeling obligated to do stuff. Yeah. And so I think that a lot of that comes from friends or family or acquaintances that say, hey, come get on this. And I've seen people that sell things that they don't even really truly believe in or not even really use just because they might have felt obligated in the moment and then are and end up in this triangle. Yeah. So that's how I feel about that. I mean, there's some there's some thing to I mean, it's a, like anything else. It's gonna whatever it is, whatever that you know, MLM is for the this quarter, it plays out and then something else comes along and they do it again. I, hey, whatever, that's your hustle. You know what I mean? But I know a lot of people jump into that and they're half assing it because they don't really know what they want to do. And hey, I still sometimes don't know what I want to do, so it is what it is. But the saxophone. So that's funny because I forgot about that. I completely forgot about that. Alto, right? Yes. Yes, that's great. I do a little bit of a tenor, but and I like it, but alto's just... Well, it's uh, just very interesting. Like, you don't see a lot of female saxophone players. I mean, outside of high school band, and I played alto in middle school. It's funny. And I got up to, like, eighth grade. I'm like, I'm not going to be a band nerd, so I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> I remember you mentioning that because I was like, hey, there's nothing really wrong with that. It's, no. all, it's not like I did band and ROTC <laughs> together. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but dance team on the side, so then I kind of, like, yeah. balanced out that yeah, nerd yeah. effect. That's a, yeah, you're a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll call it. Uh, yeah, the saxophone is it's very sexy. In fact, if you're listening right now, Saxy Sealy people. That's going to be my stage name. Sexy Seely. Sexy Seely. Hell yeah. Yeah. You so seen, that's um, coming. Have you seen the Sax Squatch? No. Oh, uh, you have to look this dude up. I don't I'll think so. I'll send you a so. link. So there's this dude. Um, he like blew up over quarantine. Um, he does like covers of every damn song, and he's a DJ too. So he has like a mixing board, and he'll play that shit in. And um, he's like performing now. He just collabed with uh, 
the oats from Holland Oats for a song. Yeah, it's some it's some crazy shit. You gotta look it up. So he actually okay. He's dressed up in a Sasquatch. Okay, that's that's my next question. With glasses on and he plays the saxophone and he's good. I feel like I might have seen one video or something, but I if I did. I also feel like I really remember it, but there's something I know about that. Maybe I heard the name yeah, or something. It's hilarious. I'm sure you've seen Sexy Sax Man. Maybe. You haven't seen that either? Up, you know, oh, my no. God. I guess I have to, a lot of catching up to yeah, do. You, do, you have to do your saxophone homework. Stay. <laughs> but you know what? I'm focusing on me and worrying about myself. I, <laughs> it's like the little girl in that uh, car. We talked about this, too, last time. The little car, girl in the vehicle. I always refer to this of the trying to put on her seatbelt. Worry about yourself. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I got my own thing going no, on. No, I feel you. No, it's funny, though. You have to look at this stuff up. It's hilarious. Um, This this guy um plays saxophone, and you could hire him to show up and play at things, and he's hilarious. I don't even know if he's still doing it anymore, but I know he collabed with somebody for some... This has been years ago. But the Sasquatch thing is new, so that's funny. I wonder if the guy is like from the south or is he just no the... I believe he's up north somewhere what oh yeah because you like. say Bigfoot down here huh what do you say down here I mean Bigfoot Sasquatch whatever you, you know it's like the same thing to you yeah I mean I don't care Swamp Monster Swamp Monster's more of like our thing that's a um, is that a thing <laughs> Yeah. Do people talk about that down there? Yeah. No, Actually, know. okay, speaking of swamps, I know this is like a little bit off topic, but black jaguars. Yes, those are things. Like black panthers, jaguar, yes. whatever, yeah. People, especially one person I was talking to recently about the situation yeah. as I was giving a tour of on the road trip, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, there's definitely black Jaguars here, or I said Panthers, and I was corrected, or whatever. It, anyways, I, I think it's the I same mean, difference. They, I, a big said, black cat, okay? Yeah, we always said that. Um, they released them, I believe they released them into Louisiana. Um, I want to say, my grandfather talked about this a long time ago. I want to say, like, in the 20s, because there's photos of some being killed, but basically they released them into the um, state to control the deer population, I believe. Like, don't quote me on that, but I, I do know they're here. So it was a purposeful thing. They're, they've been was, here, and I'm, I mean, they're what they there's some in Florida too, for sure. But I know they're not native to here, but they have been here for years. Right? But there's not a lot of them. But when you see them, have you ever heard like a bobcat scream? Uh, well, maybe I don't know offhand. Okay, well, <laughs> it sounds like a blood curling scream from a kid being killed. Like that's what it sounds like. Oh, I hear that often on our okay, street. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> when you. <laughs> <laughs> shit. That explains a lot. A buddy. panther <laughs> is three times as worse. Like it's scary shit. So like I remember being like hunting back in the you know years ago, and you hear like a bobcat scream, and it's like holy shit, it's scared the hell out of you. Especially it's like four a.m. and it's still dark, and you're out there waiting for you know to be daylight. A panther's supposed to be like three times worse. Like the sounds they make, it's insane. Have you ever seen one out or just heard? No. Yeah. I've seen. Them. I mean, I've seen mountain lions whenever I wasn't here, but I haven't seen anything native to here other than like a bobcat. Or coyote, or you know stuff like that. There's lots of. Coyotes. We do have black They're bear. Actually... We have black bear here too. I actually saw pictures um, from this is um, from around central Louisiana. I saw pictures well close to closer to Mississippi to the river basin and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I saw pictures of some black bear from someone I know that actually has these on his camera, and they're probably a good four or five hundred pounds. Yeah, here in Louisiana. I think there's a Louisiana black bear thing. Too, there is, but right? that's a smaller bear. These are like. I don't know where the hell these come from. Look like a damn grizzly bear on the camera, so I don't know. Huh. I'm just thinking. <laughs> yeah, my friend was asking, she's like, well, what do they do? They just, like, the, do the jaguars, panthers, whatever you want to call it, guys, jump from tree to tree or what? I was like, I mean, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I guess. And I was yeah, like, maybe I mean, there's that, anacondas out here, too. Like, I think there's still a lot of animals and 
whatever that we don't even really know about as well. That well I mean, we have the alligator, and I mean, oh, everyone yeah. watches. Was it called? Uh, was it was it Swamp People? Yeah, I didn't yeah, that watch show. That really? Yeah. Well, we do have the alligator, and the alligator is. Um, I mean, it's a sought after thing. There's a season for them, and they kill them every day. And I mean, those things are millions of years old. Have you ever eaten alligator? I have. Have you? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I actually cooked. Uh, I cooked an alligator. I smoked alligator last year. No about way. this time last year, yeah. It was about uh, six foot long, and I smoked the whole thing. Did it taste like chicken? No, it tastes like shit. <laughs> it wasn't good. Maybe it was the cook. I'm not even going to lie. Look, so, no, I'm not even going to lie. So, alligator's not great. A lot of people do it, but they cook like that backstrap section, and they mm. fry it. They cut up like little nuggets, and they fry it, and they're like, it tastes like chicken. I'm like, well, shit, it's fried. It tastes like grease to me. But, like, I will say this. I broke the whole alligator down once we smoked it. You wrap the whole thing in bacon. It's about this long. I'm holding my hands out. It's about six foot long. I mean, uh, three foot long, excuse me. Um, weighed about 70 pounds. Um, take all the skin off of it, and you wrap the whole thing in bacon, and you smoke it for, like, I believe it smoked it for, like, eight hours. Um, the best tasting meat on that alligator was the cheek. Like? The cheek, yeah. Or the... No, not the ass cheek. The face cheek. <laughs> the face cheek. It was the best tasting meat on it. It was... Uh, it had real, like, I don't know, you know, because most meat you eat is muscle. And so alligator is probably the leanest meat you can get. Literally, no fat on this animal. That's why you have to put all the bacon on it. Well, that's why it doesn't taste as good. No, it doesn't taste great. But the cheek. So if any of you want to try alligator, try alligator cheek. That's probably the best part, in my opinion. Interesting. I will tell you, I can remember the first time I thought I tried alligator, but it wasn't. So I was at, I remember being in elementary school, and we go to Audubon Zoo in New Orleans, and I'm mm-hmm. with my family. And there was alligator as an option, and I was like, I want alligator, right? Because I thought it was, like, really cool. Like, I always did the weird stuff, okay? I would eat the chocolate-covered crickets and whatever else and actually yeah, enjoy it. Just yeah. like Crunch Bar, man. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, you can't taste yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not fond of the scorpion lollipop, because that's just, like, overrated to me. But anyway, so I, I, get the, <laughs> I get the, I thought, alligator on a stick fried, and I remember just, like, eating it and, like, loving it so much. I'm like, this tastes like chicken. And so maybe it was, like, a few years later, actually years later, I remember mentioning, or we're at a fair or something, and there's alligator on a stick, and I was like, yeah, Mom, Dad, like, uh, I remember liking this. Like, I don't know if you're going to like it. And I'm like, why? I liked it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty, my taste has stayed pretty much the same. I'm like, when? I'm like, at the zoo. They're like, oh, we actually ordered you fried chicken on a stick because we didn't think you would like it back then, so you actually never had alligator never before. Had alligator. So this whole time I thought I had alligator. But actually when I tried it from, maybe the festival actually had chicken and called it alligator. I don't know, but I actually enjoyed it, how it was cooked. It was fried. Yeah. Yeah. So typically like they do. I said the backstrap earlier, but it typically it's the tail. I believe that they cut. They they fry most of it, and they're like, that's the only part that's good. But like I said, the cheek. And I think what is it? Is it jowl uh, for a pig, or what is it? Uh, like Lambert's. I guess I'm thinking like there's something else with a face that's good. Oh man, I don't know. I've done no. The one where they throw the oh like, a roll throwing place yes. yeah I've been there yeah it's like a family like family restaurant where they throw the rolls at you yeah, yeah I mean they have like I home cooking food yeah I don't really know much about my meat terminology but uh, <laughs> there's something about like a, a jowl or whatever it's called well I know there's um so like really I've eaten uh, cow cheek cow tongue um that's something a lot this uh, Hispanic you know culture they eat a lot of that cow you know that? yeah mm-hmm. it's good. It sounds like it sounds horrible. Yeah, like, but like you'll go in imagine. like these you'll go in these shops in like West Texas and New Mexico and stuff like that, and there'll be um like a gas station. And they make stripes. They're known for their tacos. You walk in there and they have all these things. Now it doesn't say that. It says whatever the Spanish name for that is, and so you'll get it. You know, like carnitas. That's for you know pork, basically. But for then you what? get 
What is it? What part of pork, though? Um, so I believe it's part of, I think they do, well, I mean, they call it carnitas because how okay. they spice it, but basically any part of the pork they make into carnitas, but I believe it's like um, pork butt. Oh. You know. Well, I, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we got on this meat conversation. It's hilarious. I mean, I guess meat sweats, carnivore diet. We'll talk yeah, about back, eating so you guys were food. looping around for you all to get back, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, oysters. Huh. Do you eat oysters? Hell yeah. Yes, I okay. See, a lot of people here in um this in Louisiana they don't they don't like them. Um, really? I, I just got you hanging out with. Well, well, you're you're deep south. You're deep south down there, you know. So it's requirement, isn't it? I mean. Not necessarily, but yes, like I don't, unless I'm, again, in my own little bubble here, but uh, I love oysters, but I don't like, it's not like a thing thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't, are they aphrodisiac? They say they are, well, but yes. I really don't think, I really don't know. I, I mean, I was going to make a much, deal about that, how, but uh, well, yeah. How many, well, I mean, why not? I mean, how many does it take to actually work? Because I've eaten two or three dozen and I mean, I don't feel any different. Well, I think it, there's also factors that play into it. Like, I think maybe the Earth's gravitational pull. I think that <laughs> well, whenever you're drinking or if you're <laughs> eating them on an empty stomach, like, there's a lot I mean, that can first contribute. off, they're not, a, they're not an attractive-looking thing to eat. I don't know. Like, the last thing I want, I don't know. I, don't I, mean, know I get together. where you're going with that, but I don't, also don't look at my food and say, wow, this looks really attractive. I'm going to eat no, this. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just thinking, like, after you eat that, is that what's attractive to, to me about that? Like, you sucking an oyster out of a shell, you know? Yes, yeah, people swallow them whole, too. Yeah. That's the thing. Is it? Yeah, so, so people you have chew it up or swallow it? Well, no, not everybody chews it up. They just straight swallow okay, it. Okay, well, I'll tell you this. So, I, it's kind of like sushi for me. I didn't eat, start eating sushi, so I was in my. Um, early 20s probably because I was just uncultured and I hadn't been around it and I was like ooh raw fish I'm not eating this shit um, but I, I just started eating raw oysters I would only eat them like baked for a while so I just graduated to raw about the past year or so hmm. do you do the whole like sauce the horseradish and the I'll put a little bit on there but here's, here's my deal if you have to dress something up that much to make it taste good why the fuck are you eating it anyway it's like in my opinion <laughs> Yes, I concur with that statement. I think, and there's some that are actually naturally uh, salty. Or so when we were doing, I was co-hosting a show for we we're showcasing the oyster fest that was coming up. Yeah. We actually were checking them and eating them on site, and they were showing us the differences between like the restaurants and where they're from. And I, I, there was an actual taste difference too. So there's just like a lot involved with that whole oyster situation, but yeah, I, I like them. I mean, I've had bad ones, and I've had good ones, but I mean, my thing is, is like I've just gotten to where I could eat one by itself with like just a little bit of horseradish on it or something, but I'm not doing the whole cracker and all that. I'll just eat the thing. Wait, so, so you mean you're not supposed to douse things in ketchup and like I mean, sauces? Whatever. I mean, I feel like it's kind of like being a, a it's, facetious it's, little yeah, bit there. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I get some it. Some people do. Like, they think it's a thing. Fries less. Not even taste what fries taste like. I really want to taste this ketchup. So people should actually order ketchup with a side of fries. Think about it. I agree. It's only because I'm not cultured in the food part of the world. I actually have some good friends that know everything about food. I'm not. Look, I love I to don't. cook food. I don't know all the. Um, I don't know all the amazing stats on everything. I know macros on most everything, and I know how to cook stuff. That's it, you know. But I don't know the origins of all these things and where they come from and why is this made like this. But I, I you know, I enjoy a good plate of food. I can see you being like picking up a piece of food. This looks really attractive. It has 50 macros. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds like me. I get pretty pretty damn excited anytime it comes to eating. I mean, that's my thing. That's yeah, my I'm kind of like, mm, I'm ready for some queso and some margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you're, um, you were doing uh, 
when I met you, you were doing fitness stuff. Um, that's all you were doing, I believe, is your main source of income. And now you've kind of broadened your reach to where you're doing things with the, you know, you're doing stuff with um, the event stuff and the energy drinks and working with people. But y'all are working with all types of people, not just fitness people. And then you're still doing the radio traffic stuff, but that's all behind the scenes, right? You're not you're not doing anything on TV anymore, no, news wise. Are you still? So actually, I was covering for maybe four or five months uh, mm-hmm. this past the past year, uh, towards the end of the year, and then I'm occasionally doing that as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm still kind of I'm out there. I don't really do too much behind the scene work at the moment, uh, but when I'm needed, of course, I take care of what's needed. And then, yeah, of course promoting different companies that have their products that are non-competitive with what I'm also working with. I do quite a bit of work with them, social media work, all over the place, more just diverse, uh, whatever people need and uh, they can use me for. And I'm able to provide my talents, gifts, ideas, whatever else, then I give myself and give it 110% typically. Uh, Depends also if I believe in something. I don't really want to promote anything that I don't believe in because I'm so... Uh, animated, I feel like my expressions, you can pretty much, I don't really have a poker face. I would probably really suck at poker, but then I actually think I could be really good at poker. Anyways, (laughs) I just, you would you can feel my excitement from what I do and what I work with. And I want to represent everything that I believe in or value or have some sort of connection with. So I've actually been picking up more promos lately with different companies. And then as soon as this pandemic situation kind of calms down and we can have fashion shows again. I'll be back on the runway. Hopefully that's right. And you did some modeling too. Yeah. So I'm getting back into that yeah. and just kind of doing what I can naturally do and enjoy and inspire people. Hopefully. Well, so what's the, yeah, I'm glad you said that. So people come and say things to me all the time. Like you motivated me to do this. I'm like, look, man, I'm glad that I did that for you, but I'm really out here just trying to do the best I can do. And I guess if I'm doing it the right way, it'll reflect down. But I don't I don't want to put myself on a pedestal where I feel responsible for having to, you know, actually motivate people. I just would – if it comes naturally, great. But, like, my thing is I would rather be – I'm better at being, like, the accountability person that's, like, get your ass up and do something. That's how I want to motivate you. I don't want you to look at me and say, oh, man, he's doing really good. And But whatever. You know what I mean? I just – I want to be the reason you get your ass up and do something. So Amen. Amen. And I'll touch base on that, too. I, I get, I don't want to say frustrated. It's more of I'm kind of saddened in a way that people can look, and we've kind of touched base on this, too, previously, of, you know, of course I have my highlight reels on my, my social media networks and everything. I'm not also going to sit there and air out all dirty laundry and whatever else. I like to keep everything in the yeah. washer and dryer and not put it on the <laughs> the hanging line there. But uh, it's just I, I wish people would just understand and not assume things. Like they, I've gotten comments, you have it so easy, you do this, you do that, and wow, you're really lucky. And I have to pause for a second, and it's it. I don't feel good when people make those comments. In a way, it's yeah. like my value and what I do and everything else. It has this doesn't make me a better person or whatever. I'm sad because you're not seeing that you have these capabilities as well to an extent of whatever area you want to go into. Because people doubt themselves so much. Like I even find myself doing that. I want to go do something, and then it's almost like I worry about. Uh, oh, I don't know what this crowd will think or I might get made fun of for this yeah. but then I'm wor- I'm really working on that but it's not something I struggle with as well or also succeeding it's like I have this 
fear of success in a way that this vi there's a speaker I was listening to and it never clicked until I heard it from him and he talked about the fear of success and I was like wait I think I actually struggle with that because mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with myself if I were to uh, grow even bigger and, and just yeah I just I I have hopes that people won't be so affected by other people and that's something that we will struggle with for a very long time and until you can be more confident within yourself then you're not going well, to grow as much yeah I mean I agree I think we're we're at a time now to where all eyes are on everyone I mean you have the platforms to literally give yourself all the attention you want no matter who you are you know, my, you know, where it's been 50 years ago, you were a celebrity. That was the only person of attention, you know, or, or political person or whatever. Maybe all eyes were on them and us just as a regular citizen moving, shaking in the real world. We didn't have any attention. So people are not, you know, they're able to get all attention now, but they're also doing it via trends and not doing it, you know, unique. But I, I would say, like, the, the funny thing about that is you're talking about being successful, you know, the fear of that. I'm so obsessed with the process of something, then once I'm completed and I have to have another one. You know what I mean? I can't like, it's like never satisfied deal. It's, it's a gift and a curse. It makes me bust my ass all the time, but at the same time, it's like, okay, I achieved this. What's next? What's next? What's next? Which is great, I guess, because it's never going to be a, an end goal, I, don't, I would say, you know. It's nice to also ask what's next, but don't forget to live in the moment. Of course. Of I mean, yeah, of course, savoring the process. I'm saying I'm addicted to the process. I love it so much. And then once that's completed, it's the next process. Mm -hmm. It's not the getting to the... That's why I hate when someone's like, take the whiteboard and write down all your goals. Like, what's your goal for today? What's your goal for this year? What's your goal for five years from now? Man, fuck that. Look, what's your goal for today? Like, or what are you, what are you getting done today? Not just setting those, you know, points and saying, okay, once I get here, then what's next? I don't know. Also not getting too fixated on that. So I've worked on, I used to, not that I was ever really like dead set on a plan or whatever, but when I would get fixated on something, I'd be like, okay, this has to be this, this, this. If something didn't go that way, I would kind of get disrupted. Mm -hmm. But now I've come to a point in my life, whether it's a three-month plan, five-year plan, the day plan, if something were to happen, like, I'm just so chill because I feel like, okay, well, whatever happens today, or like, let's say, I know this sounds silly maybe to some people, but okay, my vehicle breaks down. I'm still so relaxed about it. Like, okay, there's a real, well, like, yeah, I was, I was saying this someone yesterday, uh, that we were doing, um, we were cooking for this event and someone dropped their phone and it, it messed up and it literally ruined their entire day. I was like, look, man, you still have all your limbs. You know, you can, you're healthy, get over it. It's not that big of a deal. You know, but we put so much emphasis into, you know, these, these just material things. Like, and we put that shit on a pedestal. But here's another funny thing is like, isn't it funny that anything new you do is the most nerve wracking thing ever until you do it and it's not that big of a deal? Oh my goodness, yes. And I can even give a, a great example. And if my boss ever listens to this, maybe he can laugh. But when I first was about to go on air for radio, yeah. uh, didn't really have too much experience on that side. TV was, and it's different. There is a big difference between the two and oh, how a you huge handle difference. everything. There's a huge difference. Yeah. So there are times that he wanted me to come in. And I remember being so like, oh, I think it's also being a perfectionist is what kind of got yeah. me. So I remember sitting there and he's sitting in the other booth and he's like, okay, you need to do these hits. To, well, I want to see how you, you know, hear how you sound and, you know, yada, yada. I remember I would have to <laughs> make a certain amount of hits 
but I'd also wait till like he's kind of not really paying attention to me or he walked out the room and I'd hurry up and do it <laughs> so he wasn't like physically there in case like I messed up I was so fixated on making it perfect mm-hmm. I didn't even want to do it in front of him that right. was he already hired me but it was one, now that I'm doing it I'm looking back like dang it's not, really not difficult at all but I remember how so worked up I was to even to speak, to yeah. even say, Colleen Seeley. And I was like, oh, God, yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> and that well, wasn't even, like, record, that wasn't even, no live hits or anything yeah. because it was just practice. But, like, goodness gracious, how worked up I was about that. that that's it thing, though. And then people put that on a pedestal. They're like, oh, my God, she's on TV. That's amazing. But to you, it's like, it's just another thing. Because until you do that thing, it's going to always be that way. You know, you're going to feel that way about it. Oh, yeah. But even TV, I can remember going to the green screen and I would wait till people weren't like really in there or I knew that certain people weren't coming through. But it was just, I just, I don't know, I just got completely weirded out. But now I'm like, all right, give me like the biggest green screen you got in the whole city and I'll work my stuff and do whatever you need me to do. And it's just interesting to me. But yeah, I even, yeah, there's a lot of things that I can remember reflecting, trying for the first time. I'm just like, "Mm." and then now it's like, oh, haha. Come on. <laughs> What's your, like, so you say, like, doing TV or something where there's a lot of attention. I mean, you're in a room with very few people in it, but you're broadcasting to a lot of people. Um, so to get over that, I mean, so that was nerve-wracking for, what, the first time? or Maybe the multiple first actually months. Okay, so, like, what, what got you through that? Just... Being confident in what did the you, hell I'm doing. Did you, did you watch yourself? Like, did you go like micromanage, like micro, like yes, but analyze I'd be so yourself? Worked up about like watching myself, yeah. and it would be fine. But I would look at it and be like, oh lord, like. <laughs> but then I also knew that I wouldn't be on there if they didn't believe in me right. and know that I could do a good job. Yeah. But I'm so like this has to be perfect. This has to, and I think the something I really struggled with in the beginning was as I'm speaking. I think my brain knows a train wreck's about to happen in my head, and then yeah. it's like I just want to stop. You can't stop cold turkey on live TV. So no. that's something I have, like I worked on, and I never had issues with that. I just would just keep talking, yeah. and so sometimes I can just get out of a hole that might have almost kind of fallen into. But then I just I don't ever stop cold turkey because like no, I'm more of like get my head right, let's do it, boom, all right, go go go. Don't think about it. When yeah. I overthink about it, I'm. I'm no, no point now. Isn't it funny whenever you accidentally pause, but you feel like that's like 30 seconds yes. and it's literally a millisecond. Yes. And so you're like, shit, you're eating up that one little pause you had. I've done it on the show a million times. I'm like, shit, I paused. I should have kept flowing. And I listen back. I'm like, holy shit, that's literally not, no one even noticed that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's funny how, yeah, you literally overanalyze everything, but you got to, at the same time, you got to realize, okay, I'm doing this for a reason. And yeah, it's good to say not, um, you know, not say, um, a bunch or yeah, you know, repeat yourself. So those things are, you know, just critique, but the the fact is getting up and doing it, it's not that bad after you, you know, get rolling. But I was just wondering like, what was your process of getting over that nervousness? I can't give a definite, but it was more of a, a one day woke up situation and like, I had the shit together. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's I felt confident about it. I mean, there are still times even in the past year and a half where I would log in or I would get so anxious the day before, like about my shift. I'm like... And then the next morning, you know, I wake up at 3 a.m. and I'm turning on the computer. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, here we go. I got this. And then I'm like, I can't do this. I would, my brain would literally tell me, yeah, you can't do this. Like, 
you might as well just not even like uh, you might as well just say that you have computer issues which I never did <laughs> I, I look I love my team so much I would I would never do that and that was ridiculous but it was like the amount of doubt and fear that I had was trying to overpower the knowledge that I knew and make me doubt myself and then I was like oh hell no little doubt monster I got this shit <laughs> So it was just more of a process than just kind of like riding a bike, literally. And something that helped a lot was when one of the anchors made a comment when I was starting off in the very beginning that I kind of held into my head and didn't apply it as much because I'd forget about it. But he made a comment, just when you're delivering your reports, discuss it like you're just talking to a friend of yours to get them to where they need to be. Hey, Hey, DJ, there's a, if you're about to cross the high rise on I-10, approaching such and such, this, this, just be like yourself and yeah. just relax and that help. Because I can also get excited and be like, ah, and then kind of get <laughs> into another world, but that's... Well, you, get, you have to keep like a monotone, like layout for what your character is, right? I mean, not character uh, per se, but how you, you know, pr- basically present the news. Yes, so news especially, yes, because the, you don't want to ever show favoritism on a certain subject. and yeah, that's Which actually, is very hard to do. If you think about it, it's very hard to... Spatial expressions are everything. So, like, keeping a straight face and not, like, grinning a little bit or, like, reading some shit that's like, oh, God, like, I can't believe I'm reading this right. This is why... <laughs> that's got to be hard. That's well, got to be hard. Let me tell you, this is... I got asked... I, would, I literally would I, would... I could not do this shit. I'd be like... No, and this is why I stick to something non-controversial, <laughs> such as traffic, <laughs> uh, because of that situation. I, I even got asked to, hey, would you be interested in being a reporter? Let's do this and that. And quite frankly, big kudos to those out there that do that work. It is not easy at all. Not well, easy lifestyle. You have to be a fucking style. robot. You got to right. be a robot for at least 30 minutes right there. You know, just like... Gosh. Yeah, that sums it up. But I feel like if I was interviewing someone and it was, I had that, I got bronchitis situation, I just would have just bust out laughing. Like, I would have lost it, you know? like <laughs> Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and then, or something serious, yes, I can handle, but it's just more of, no, I like the, I don't like also being told what to say, what to do. Uh, I like to just really. You're stating the facts. Yeah, and There's they no do too. There's no opinion on weather. I mean, it was basically projected, like, this is what we think is going to happen. But you know what? People actually get upset with the meteorologists as well because, oh, look, like, look, look, look it's look, raining. Look, they get pissed look, at them. Like, the meteorologist catches all the hell, like, always. They're like, the damn weatherman, he lied, you know, whatever. Like, they catch all the hell. Oh, Which yeah. I, this state's weather's so um, sporadic. But here's the thing people say it all the time. I'm like, dude, you're used to it now. Shut up. Like, well, it's cold today and it'll be hot tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, no shit. You live in Louisiana. It is what it is. Quit talking about it. Like, it's annoying. Like, no shit. It's not a surprise. Like, it was, it, what, three weeks ago, it was literally seven degrees here. And then two days later, it was 70. Is what it is. Fun fact, I don't check the weather. I, look, I quit checking the weather unless there's an event that I have to move around. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we cooked. And then then again, there's me because Thursday, I was like, I'm not going to cook Thursday for this, this benefit because um, it's going to rain. Well, then... I moved it to Friday, and, and lo and behold, it did not rain Thursday. And in the forecast, it said it all damn week. I was like, sis, why don't look at this shit? <laughs> yep. Especially here. That's why I wear shorts, flip-flops, and a hoodie. So then I'm prepared. <laughs> at least half my body's prepared for the actual temperature changes. And then I actually have a an emergency rain. Actually, while we're discussing this, it's kind of funny. So I was walking around downtown area, and then I picked up. It was just sitting there. 
you not, this is just on the ground and it's meant to be. So I'm prepared, is what I'm saying. Poncho. So it's an emergency poncho, <laughs> just sitting on the ground. I picked it up, I'm like, huh. Sure, now I'm like fully this? prepared. Are you sure there's like, like some cocaine like within this pack or something? I'll is give it, it back open? then. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, it's just nah, random emergency poncho. So my point is, I'm fully prepared for this whole Louisiana situation with the weather. But yeah, with events and such. I, I still don't even go to the extent of that because it's even in that area. So especially if you're watching the news, when they talk about viewing areas, it doesn't mean um, the whole city will even experience it as well. Yeah. Like you could even have an area where you're perfectly fine and you don't have to cancel Hey, can you it. break down the, um, since you, this is your specialty, can you talk about like it's going to rain, like so 70% chance of rain, what does that mean? Okay, so Everyone weather, gets that uh, traffic, traffic is mine, but we, oh, it does coincide okay. with weather. Okay. So what I can say is that yes, it's the seventy percent of the viewing area. This will this is what they will will experience. Okay. I have to call my friends. Not there's one. a seventy percent chance that it may rain today. It's seventy percent of this area is going to be rained in. That is what I understood because I thought it was the other way around. Me I too. used to think I, everyone thinks there is think. an eighty percent chance. So okay, it's most likely it's going to rain today. Well, it didn't. But then it was confusing because it's like, well, when it did rain, why isn't it not 100%? Yeah. I never understood that. And then it was explained to me, guys, I hope I'm getting this right, but it's that percentage of the viewing area that will experience. Yeah, that makes weather. sense. But everyone still views it as a percentage of the area. Just, it, I mean, it's percentage. No, they don't know. It being okay, 50% chance of rain, it may or may not. <laughs> I also don't use umbrellas. I don't either. <laughs> I think it's, I don't know. Never. I, I've never used an umbrella in my entire life. Maybe, maybe once or twice um, because it was given to me and it was a specific situation. It was like, hey, walking outside, here you go. Like, a, But other than that, no, I never use one. Yeah, even when I've been dressed up, full makeup, heels, it's, and I don't know why I'm so stubborn in this way, but I just don't like umbrellas. Like, I've even had somebody say, oh, I'll walk with you, but they'll put it over me. And I'm still walking ahead where I'm, like, just getting wet. And then none of us are under the umbrella. Like, I just have a situation with umbrellas. Not that I'm, like, afraid of them or anything. <laughs> I just... I guess when you have that rain also go up, that sideways rain, it's like, I don't see the point of an umbrella. Isn't that what we always have, though? Like, Pretty much. I don't ever feel like it's just May showers. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. Anyways. Well, um, yeah, so real quick before we wrap this thing up. It's been... Um, it's been interesting seeing that so much, seeing you grow so much since I met you, and I feel like we're we're doing a lot of that. Like when I first met you, we were kind of both in boxes, like we didn't really have what we're going to do figured out yet. And it's crazy how much we've like grown, but we're able to do stuff together, so it's exciting. Very exciting. Who knows like what will come out of this, or people listening or viewing us to hopefully be in. I'm not even going to say hopefully, but yes, hopefully be inspired in some sort of way or something that we might have said that we both collaborated on to help someone else. We're not going to inspire, be inspired. That's, they'll be inspired Yeah, that's why I was like, you. well, maybe. Not me. Not me. You. That's not true. <laughs> I've been inspired I, look, if, by you. If, look, if someone's inspired by me, I, I want it to be inspired to bust their ass. Any other inspiration, I don't want connected to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not in a bad way. I'm saying, hey, if you're inspired by what, look, people can be inspired by this energy, rain energy drink. Like, I mean, people get me inspired by anything, but yeah. like, if I'm pushing inspiration out, I want, to, I want it to be just for someone to work harder. That's literally it. Maybe I inspire somebody to pick up something random off of the silent walk like I did today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> such as an emergency poncho. So if you're walking around and you pick up a random Ziploc bag, guys, then I'm glad that I inspired you in may that not way. Have cracker cocaine in it. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Anyways, no, thank you so much. I, I actually have been inspired by you because 
the fact that you stuck with this, stuck with something, that's something that I struggle with is sticking with uh, yeah, what I, I want to do. And you've been so consistent. Maybe there's been some inconsistencies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's been you some traffic voice on inconsistencies that, that you see. But overall, someone from the outside, especially along the lines of this industry, you've been consistent throughout the chaos, throughout the shutdowns, throughout opening, and you've that that's just something that I find very valuable in a person, and it yeah. inspires me. For hey, sure. well, thank you. No, I yeah, and and to hit on that, thank you. I appreciate that. I've made myself. I'm like, I'm not stopping this shit just because of this. I, I've just got a good, you know, I got a good, some good traction. And it's biz- the business world was like that, too, for me. It's like I got good traction. We're rolling. I'm not stopping, you know. I'm not going to sit here and cry like most people are. I mean, shit, you gotta, there's a lot of shows that's shut down that are never going to come back on again. You know, or, they, or maybe they are now, but they look at all that time. First off, like, there's more audience. There was more audience at that time. Why not take advantage of that? And there's was big-time guests that I actually wanted to talk to that, okay, I may be- have a better chance of getting these people on now that nothing's going on and they're sitting at home. Let's do it. You know what I mean? So it worked out, but I appreciate that. But it was it was one of those things where, like, I could have took it as a challenge and said, oh, I'm not going to do good because of this, but I didn't. It motivated me to, like, okay, well, let me, you know, use this to my advantage. That's much. not always easy. You have to be prepared to walk through the fire and expect to get burned as well, but just keep walking yeah. is what I want to emphasize with people and also preach for myself because it can be it can be tough at times. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Oh man look I I'm not fishing for a compliment. I appreciate that. I'm proud of you. Hell we're kicking ass. I think we're both doing things and I'll just That's yeah I'll up. just leave it like <laughs> leave it there. We're we're doing things. But um any final thoughts? Any plugs? Anything you want to talk about before we wrap up? Sure. We actually have <laughs> while we're talking about plans apparently I forgot that I have a big plan coming up on May 1st something will be released. So look out for that. For you? Yes, okay. myself and okay. another person. Okay. We're very excited. We okay. just recently collaborated about a week ago. This is someone okay. I have worked with previously, and apparently, <laughs> I think about the little kid with like with the live television situation. Look that video up. That's pretty funny. Anyways, apparently, I didn't discuss that in the plan, but that is a big plan for us. This is something that I actually enjoy doing, and hopefully and will be successful for the both of us. So we are very excited. We're very passionate about this. So on May 1st, that is when a little teaser will come out. And okay. then we'll kind of go from there. Well, that's exciting. This is for sure happening, though. Not just like, oh, I'm going to have a plan, yeah. my three-month plan, like I said well, no, last that's year. I'm, I'm interested to see what it's going to be. That's cool. Well, thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you so it much. It's good to see you. It's been a long time. Um, we're finally in person again, and um, we'll do this again Woo-hoo! soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone.